Good evening and welcome to our major scene for 2015. And it's a lovely evening and it's a wonderful program that is planned for us this evening as we come together under the starry sky. Do you see any stars? I don't see any stars, wow. You see one? All right. <laughs> Good, so we're gonna have a great time this evening. You're gonna be asked to sing some of the carols uh, as the skit goes along. So we've made sure we put a book in each seat so that you can sing along uh, with us. And uh, it's a joy to uh, be on, in the open uh, and to share the Christmas story once again, uh, which is something that should never grow old on us. We should always be in awe and in amazement at the wonderful, precious gift of Jesus. And uh, that's what we're going to celebrate again this evening. Would you please pause with me as we ask God's blessing on our time. Heavenly Father, we come in the name of Jesus and we thank you for this opportunity you've given us to declare the wonderful message of his birth. We thank you that he was born to be our savior. We thank you that he indeed uh, came to bring us peace and to bring uh, us joy, to bring us love and to, to, to lay down his life one day for us. And we thank you that that did happen. Um, we come this evening and we, we just pray for each participant that you would use them and, and speak clearly through them. And uh, we pray that you would just encourage and bless the hearts of uh, each listener uh, here this evening. May we all uh, go away glad that we have come together and, and re, re, uh, enter into this story once, once again, this wonderful, marvelous, amazing story of the Incarnation. We give you thanks and praise in the name of Jesus and all God's people said, Amen. Would you please uh, turn uh, to number 18 uh, and stand with me as we sing uh, together our first carol, number 18.
Thank you. Very good singing. And we can count on you to sing some more later in the skit. You may be seated. Well, we heard yesterday, we saw yesterday in our morning service that there was great tension and friction between Dina and Moshi. And we understand that Moshi at one point, he believed the scriptures, but as he grew older, he became more cynical, and he did not any longer believe that the Messiah was, was coming. So there was great friction in that marriage. How will it be resolved? What will happen? Will Moshe come to faith in this babe who was born? We're going to find that out tonight. But before our skit, No Room in the Inn, happens, we're going to invite at this time Brother Paul Lowe, and he will come and sing for us. Please welcome him. Good evening.
Dina, would you get away from there? You've been gazing out that window for days now. You haven't gone to the market? The clothes? They need mending and this bread? This is as stale as Rabbi's last teaching. It's that strange light out there in the sky. I can't stop looking at it, wondering what it could mean. It looks like, well, I don't know what it looks like. I've never seen anything like it. Moshi? I think it was wrong of us to turn that young couple away without giving them a room. That girl was ready to deliver her baby. Don't be ridiculous. We turn away people every day. And everyone coming in, come in town for the census? What did you expect? I know, but did you see the look in that woman's eyes when I refused them? Her cloak was threadbare, hardly thick enough to shield her from the cold wind. Her fingers, Moshi, her fingers were like ice. She tried to press a few coins into my hand to pay for a room. That must have been all they had. And him, Moshi, you could see the exhaustion in his eyes. Moshi, we should have made room for them. Hmm. Well, Dina, we did make room for them. Down in the stables. That's more than anyone else in this town did for them. Besides, there's plenty of warmth for them with the animals, and there's fresh hay for them to use as a bed. You're a hard man. Even harder than the stale loaf of bread. At least it has a soft center. You? You're as hard as the rocks that line our streets. What's happened to you? It's business, that's all. Now quit your complaining and get back to work. You know as well as I do, we have no room for them. We would have had room for them if you weren't saving it for that Roman centurion. Don't you start about Romulus again. If it weren't for Romulus, we'd be on the streets. Maybe even dead by now. <sighs> Romulus provides protection for us and for the business. Plus, he even promised to put in a good word with me. With Caesar. You know, it could mean a uh, government position. <laughs> we could finally get out of Bethlehem and move into the big city where we really belong. Yes, I'd sell this old hovel and buy us a real house with some um, uh, fountains and, and a courtyard and, and our own servants. <laughs> yes, with Romulus' help. Romulus this and Romulus to... that. You think the man walked on water or something? Moshi, there are much more important things in life, like that young couple out there in the stable. <laughs> Dina, where do you think you're going? Who is going to prepare for Romulus' arrival? You would have at least laid out some cheese or some olives or baked some fresh bread. And honored guest is coming before us and we have nothing to set before him? Just keep filling his mug with wine and flattering him. That's all he really cares about anyway. I'm going to do what's right in the Lord's sight and help that girl with the delivery. Her time is near. Dina, where do you think you're going? I won't have you in the, in the stable like some common slave. Dina, you are the mistress. Oh, what's the use? Oh, she'll never listen to me. After all I've done for her, and she wants to mention the Lord to me? 
You know, where was he when the Romans took over this land? I had no choice but to make peace with them. <sighs> she was right about one thing, though. That is a strange light out there. What could it mean? Anyway, the hour is late. I have to get back to work. Lord, how could you forget us? You were supposed to send us a Messiah, a deliverer. How could you let us fall into the hands of the Romans? Lord, where is this great king you've promised us? Huh? Do you think I like playing the fool in front of Romulus? Those peasants out there, they are nothing. Romulus, he has the power to change my life. Do you feel the tension? <laughs> this is good. Please turn to number 14 as we sing, While Shepherds Watch Their Flocks. As we sing, Away in a Manger. Thank you. 
Moshi. Moshi. The baby is beautiful. His face, it glows. I couldn't tell if it was coming from that light in the sky or from him. Dina, you smell like the ghost. Now sit down and come to your senses. I don't want Ramos to come here and think I'm married to some mad woman. I've no wish to argue with you at a time like this. I've seen him, Moshi. I've seen him with my own eyes. Seen who, Dina? You're not making any sense. The Messiah, Moshi. He's here. Here? <laughs> Where, Dina? No, not here. In the stable, the baby. Don't you see? The couple, Mary and Joseph, told me the whole story. In between her pains, Mary told me that an angel had appeared to her and told her that she was going to have a son and that she said this was a miracle because she wasn't married and had never known a man. Wait, 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 wait. Those two weren't married? That baby is illegitimate. I won't have those kinds of people in my place of Moshi, business. wait. You have to hear the rest of the story. Joseph's part. Like you, he felt that the child was illegitimate and he was going to call off their engagement right then and there. But an angel appeared to him too and told him that this child that she was carrying was from the Holy Spirit and that they were to name him Jesus because he would save their people from their sins. So the next morning, Joseph took Mary to be his wife. <sighs> oh, Dina, my dear Dina. I'm beginning to think you are touched in the head. You can't tell me you believe this, this crazy story. All this talk about, about angels, they don't even exist. You used to believe angels existed. You used to believe everything the scripture said. What's happened to you? Moshi, just come with me and come meet our long-awaited Messiah, Jesus. I'm staying right here and waiting for my long-awaited guest, Ramadan. He's not here yet? There's still time to give the room to Mary and Joseph. Don't you start about those peasants, or else I'll have them thrown out of the stable as well. May the Lord forgive you. <sighs> Messiah, indeed. <laughs> if I'm supposed to believe our king and Messiah, is the son of some peasants? <laughs> if the real Messiah were here, he'd never be in the hands of the Romans. My hopes of a Messiah coming in my lifetime <laughs> die with my father. <laughs> oh, father. He was always dreaming about the scriptures, about how Messiah would come and save him. <laughs> Little good that did him. He's dead now along with everyone else who opposed Rome. Well, I refuse to end up on the losing side like them. Oh, Romulus, where are you? Let's sing number three.
is what is all that commotion outside, all that braying of donkeys and bleeding of sheep? Who are all those people out there? It's the shepherds. They've come in from the field to see Jesus. <laughs> what? So now he has people calling on him like he's some kind of royalty? Okay, and just how did they find out that he was here anyway? Um, wait, 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 well, wait, um, wait, wait. Don't tell me. Wait. Let me guess. An angel told them. Well, yes, now that you mention it. One angel came and appeared where the shepherds were and told them that a savior had been born and that they would find him here in Bethlehem in a manger. And then a whole group of angels came and appeared where the shepherds were tending their flocks. So, of course, the, the shepherds came at once to see Jesus. Okay, well, anyway, I hope they don't intend on staying along, okay? Romulus is not used to such low-class people. I don't want this in overtaken by peasants and low-life shepherds. There's still time to do right and give the room to Mary and Joseph. It doesn't even look like Romulus is coming. <sighs> I told you, I do not believe he's the Messiah. And don't ask about that room again. And besides, Romulus is already here. I give up. I can't tell that there's just no room in this inn for the Messiah of our people, and there's no room in your heart from the Messiah of our people either. Dina, I told you, you are talking nonsense. I told you, I do not believe he is the Messiah, okay? Why would I believe the word of some peasants and, and low-life shepherds? They believe God's word. You told me that the, the birth of the Messiah was foretold in scripture hundreds of years ago. Something about they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Moshi, I don't know the scriptures like you do, but you of all people should remember. Dina, I don't remember any of that. I don't know what you're talking about, and nor do I care to. All right? You have to remember something. You've heard the scriptures recited over and over and over again since you were a young boy. Your father was the keeper of the scrolls of the synagogue, and you spent all those years helping him. Moshi, you have to remember something. Dina, my father is dead, okay? Sow my hopes in the Messiah, and leave me alone. If your father were here, he'd wonder what happened to his son. Just like I'm wondering what happened to my husband. <sighs> oh, leave it to her to mention my father at a time like this. Oh, father, if you were here, you'd be first in line to see King Jesus, only second in line to my dreamer of a wife. Oh, Father, how I wish I had your faith. Emmanuel, God with us. And on this day, a virgin shall be with child, and she shall give birth to a son. Could it really be true? Here. In Bethlehem? Yeah, yes. Yes, Bethlehem. But out of you, Bethlehem, Euphrata, shall be one who is called ruler over all Israel. My, my lord. This is the Messiah you've promised. Oh. Oh, yes. 
Oh, Lord, I, I'd hoped to give this to my son, but now I know you intended it for, for someone else. Oh, it's going to be a cold night, and that baby is going to need a blanket. Just beautiful. Number 30. Welcome at this time, Engelbert Pickering and Angelique Mackey as they sing the song, Is There Any Wonder? 
Is there any 
Thank you. Yes, I, I think so. Yes, I, I think so. I think Jesus would have come to a place like this and not Atlantis. I think that Jesus would have come to an ordinary neighborhood with ambulances and police cars and dogs. Yes, I think Jesus would have come to the most simple of circumstances to become our Savior, to be born a human baby, although remaining to be very God. In Galatians chapter 4, in verse 4, it says, When the time came to completion, God sent his Son, born of a woman, under the law. Some Bible versions say, when the fullness of time came. That means that Jesus was born by God's design at the very right time. See, we have the ambulance to illustrate. <laughs> Jesus was born at the very fullness of time, the completion of time in this way, that when Romulus was bowing down to Caesar, who had his boot on the throat of the Jewish slaves, the Jewish people had a decision to make. Were they going to trust people like Romulus to give them a good life? Or were they going to look to their scriptures, their Old Testament promises of a Messiah who would not save them only from political oppression and slavery and poverty and hardship, but would save them from sin? Oh, the fullness of time. It was also the fullness of time because it was the first time in the world when there was one language. Koine Greek, the language of the New Testament, was the commercial language of business. In the Roman Empire, the entire known world spoke the same language. And it was the fullness, completion of time that God the Father would have his son Jesus be born the Savior of the world so that it could spread, the word of his coming could spread in one language for everyone to understand that he had come. It was the first time in the history of the world that due to the Romans, the roads were paved and you could travel, you could go from different cities in the Roman Empire and transact business and ship goods and move people. And it spread the word that Jesus had come and born of a virgin and lived a sinless life in a little place called Nazareth. And he healed the sick and he raised the dead and he taught with authority and he didn't bow down to the Jewish leaders who were hypocrites. Oh, it was the fullness of time that Jesus came in a neighborhood, an ordinary neighborhood like ours, with a clear moon, with noises and doggies and sirens and lots of things. Because Jesus didn't come to Atlantis to only serve the rich people. Jesus came to Bethlehem and to the world to save all of us. It says in this verse that when the time came to completion, God sent his son, God sent Jesus, born of a woman under the law. That meant that the Virgin Mary was Jewish. She had the 
Ten Commandments that she knew that were to guide her life and to call her up to a highest standard possible. But do you think the Virgin Mary kept the Ten Commandments? No. Can anybody keep the Ten Commandments? Can Pastor Rob keep the Ten Commandments? Don't have to be so quick to agree. <laughs> Can anybody keep all of the Ten Commandments? Yeah. No. So why did God give the Ten Commandments? To show us what God is like. To show us that we need a Savior because we cannot keep the Ten Commandments. When the time came to completion, God sent his son, born of a woman, under the law to redeem those under the law. Mary was to know and live by the Ten Commandments, but so was everybody in the Jewish nation. And they couldn't do it either. And so do you know what Jesus came to do? He came to redeem people who couldn't keep the Ten Commandments. And do you know what that would be like? That would be like someone coming tonight and saying, what do you owe the bank for your house? All of you. What do you owe the credit card companies? What do you owe your family that has loaned you money? What, do, what are your debts? And if that person came into our gathering here and said, I have enough money to pay off everyone's debts and you will be debt free, that would be what Jesus came to do, to pay our sin debt to God, to redeem us. And what that meant was in the Jewish time when Jesus was born, slavery was around and people were slaves and sometimes they were sold into slavery and they couldn't get released except the seventh year would come and you could be released under Jewish law. But until you were released, you were a slave. But if you were for sale in the slave marketplace and someone said, I would like to buy him, I would like to buy Rob Elliott. And they said 30 pieces of silver, which by the way is what Judas paid to betray Jesus, the common price of a slave. 30 pieces of silver, I would like Rob Elliott to be my slave. I was once, and you were once, in a slave marketplace of sin. And Jesus Christ didn't lay down 30 pieces of silver to buy you. He laid down his blood and his life to redeem you, to buy you for God's ownership and love and purpose. Have you accepted that redemption? Or are you standing in the slave marketplace of your sin and saying, I'm fine as a slave, thank you very much, I'm good. Jesus was born at the fullness of time of a virgin under the law to redeem those who are under the law, to pay the sin debt that we owe to God, and we all owe a sin debt to God. If you've never said, yes, Jesus, I want you to purchase me out of the slave marketplace of sin. I want you to be my master because there's no one more kind, no one more loving, no one more generous than you, Jesus. I want to be your willing slave. Tonight would be a good night to do that. And here's how you could. You could bow your head in reverence to God and you could say something like this. Are we listening? Shh. Lord, I don't want to be a slave to sin anymore. I want to trust Jesus to be my Savior. I thank you that he paid the price to set me free from my sin. 
I trust him and what he did for me on the cross. I trust that he rose from the dead. And here and now, I put my full trust onto this wonderful Lord Jesus to be my Savior and Redeemer. You know, if you prayed that, God heard you, and he's redeemed you, not with silver and gold and corruptible things, but with the precious blood of his Son. And so go live free. Live free in the love of Jesus. If you love Jesus with all your heart, live free. There's no greater joy than to live free because Jesus has set us free. Lord, I pray for each person here tonight. Thank you for all who've worked so hard to present this this evening. Thank you for the beautiful weather. Thank you for the good attention you've given to each of our hearts and ears. And Lord, for those who've trusted you to be redeemed by you for the first time, help them to tell somebody before they go home tonight that we can celebrate with the angels. And Lord, for those of us who've been redeemed a lot of years, Help us to kick our heels with joy as we love Jesus this season. And we pray this in his name and for his sake alone. Amen.